Welcome back, everybody. This is The Ungrownups. I'm Matthew, and across from me is Ryan, and we're sitting together in person because Woo! guess what? Ryan just had a cold. Yeah, uh, in the cold of COVID verdict, it is cold. Cold. Yep, yes. I win. So this is, I guess, possibly my, my favorite episode number only because I'm a huge fan of Naked Gun. And in the Naked Gun movie series, the third movie was the 33rd and a third. Well, then should this be the 33rd and a third episode? episode? I think so. All right. Yeah, yeah. So this will be one third better, maybe. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so it'll be 25% as good. It'll be. Well, yeah, jeez. <laughs> that's not. Wait, no. I thought it was going to be more. Yeah, yeah. Not less. We went like 16% and we added. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Our, we're good at maths over here. Yeah, yeah no. I, I think it's. Dude, we have so much to talk about. I know. And it's been. Well, hall over a holiday, right? So yeah, we yeah. So we had Thanksgiving. Today is Super Sale Sunday. I made that up. This is the I think it's Cyber Monday Eve. That is terrible. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> Black Friday was two days ago. It wasn't very black. No. Like I don't. I honestly like this is the first year where I haven't gone to those Black Friday websites to see what the the sale ads are at Target, Macy's, and Lowe's, and all right. stuff before the, the the newspapers go out. But I haven't seen any sort of crazy holiday shopping deals. I mean, I guess. No, there. Well, oh, there's been a few things, but there, it's like a lot of stuff that I don't want. I will tell you the number of emails that I got for for there, and it's not Black Friday anymore. It's like the whole weekend save well thirty percent on stuff you don't want. I think that kind of makes sense, though. I mean, you, in a pandemic, you really don't want people turning out in hordes, right? You know, in line to get you know five bucks off something really stupid. But it's it's been interesting from a shopping standpoint just because i haven't seen anything that's like oh that's a great deal i've always wanted one of those instead it's just like meh did you buy anything yes and no so you know we've been working on the backyard so <laughs> uh since thanksgiving till today i've been to lowe's five times i went twice on one day and three times yesterday to be clear it's five times in like three days five times in two days and Oh, Friday, Saturday, not counting today. Yeah, got it. And not counting Thanksgiving Day because they were closed. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was weird. And I went to Target on Friday night just to grab some groceries and stuff. How bad was that? It was fine. But that's a weird thing is, okay, Friday night on Black Friday, you're walking through the store and all of those Black Friday TV deals and all those special displays. Door busters or whatever they call them. They're all still there. Yeah, because nobody wants any of that crap. They right. probably already bought a TV two weeks ago. Well, that's the other thing is like they either bought it online and so yeah. they're going to get it shipped to them. But I'm trying to figure from a inventory standpoint, are these companies just sitting on a ton of dead inventory that's in the stores? Oh, right. Or, you know, did they ramp up and, and beef up their, their warehouses for the online ordering and then kept the normal in-store inventory level and now... Because nobody showed up in store, do they just have a lot more? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if, <clears throat> excuse me, I wonder if Target fulfills out of stores if they don't have it in a in a warehouse. Yeah, I, I know in, in in the past, like my wife has ordered something from like Macy's and it's right. shipped directly from a store. From the store. And yeah. sometimes it's shipped from a warehouse. So I, it could be something like that. But it was weird walking through. There was huge, I guess, cardboard pallets, you know, where right. they have the shelving and everything right. of Amazon Alexa devices like the Echo Show oh, really? and all at Target at Target. Oh, interesting. And it was like eighty-five percent stocked. Right. Like it wasn't at all picked over. You walk down, they have all these DVDs and movies where you buy or DVDs and CDs. Yeah. And if you buy two, you get one free. And those were all pretty much untouched. Well, did people still buy movies? That was the weird thing was seeing people actually st- you know browsing through the DVD collection. I guess yeah. if you have kids, maybe. You do, but these weren't kid movies. These were just regular general well, release. 
I, I mean, I don't even know why you'd buy them with kids because like, you could pay $9 or $5 or whatever it is and get Disney+. Plus. Well, there's that. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's that streaming idea, right? So if you don't want your kid having access to the internet, you go and just throw a DVD in on repeat or something, maybe. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe, you know, for, like, the road trip, you have, like, portable DVD player for the kid. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, you could just... Download it to your tablet. Right. And yeah. that's what we've been doing. Like, right. Netflix, you can you can download episodes and movies onto the onto the iPad, and you're good to go. I've never... You know what? I've never done it. We've done it a couple times. And yeah. and you can store the, the movie for, I think, 30 days or something like that before you have to either re-download it or it's no longer available. But yeah. being in the stores... Post Black Friday, like I didn't see anything that was like, oh man, that's a great deal. It was just like, okay, yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, it, and stuff that like I would buy, there were no deals on. Right. Well, yeah. that's not true. I did buy one thing. What'd you buy? So I bought. Well, I bought two technically because I bought one so, for you, one for me. No, oh. no, sir. Uh, that company out of New York, God and Famous. Oh yeah, yeah. I love their shorts, so they had a deal for twenty five percent off. But it was a week. It was like the weekend. It wasn't right. right. Right, so that was actually a good enough deal to get me to buy. Yeah, because those shorts are pricey. They are, but they're honestly they're the best shorts I've ever worn. Which is weird. Like I, I don't think I have a descriptor of best shorts I've ever worn. Like, is it elastic waistband? Is no, it, but they're like they fit really well. Do they have lycra in them? Are they stretch? They are a little stretchy. Okay, they're comfortable, and, and they look good. Yeah, yeah. Your your booty be popping in those? Hell yeah, boy. Oh yeah, yeah boy. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I really like them. So you know, there you go. And I wear like I, you. Because I looked at the website and I was like, oh, those are cool. I'm like, yeah. not that cool for that. Price. Well, I guess the you know so the other like the shorts that I normally wear are uh, Quicksilver or Hurley, one of the yeah. two. They're like they're um, kind of khaki yeah. that style, you know. And so that's the same thing. They're freaking expensive too. Yeah, but uh, for some reason, and none like, of those fit me anymore. The, the Hurley shorts and stuff that I have are roughly 40 something bucks but when i was on that website there were shorts for like 80 dollars. so it was like yeah yeah no you i get the the commuter ones but anyways point do they being do something more for that extra 40 dollars? is it just that fit that's just the fit like that's that's a hard thing too with shorts yeah. shorts are pretty much just like a tube of right so to find ones that i think fit well and they're not the short too thing long is yeah that's the problem i find is is the length it's not yeah. so much the fit because you really only have to worry about it getting around your waist right but it's the length like you want it Above the knee, but not so high up above the knee. You're showing off your farmer's tan. But I mean, I, I've been known to wear some pretty short shorts, but these ones are just that perfect, like right above the knee. Yeah. And they're, like I said, they're stretchy, they're comfortable. So they're not, and they're uh, tighter to the leg rather than being, this is like the dumbest conversation we've ever had. Yeah, but, you're talking about shorts. Right, but they're not like, you know, some of them look like you're wearing old Janko pants. So speaking of Janko pants. Those are back. You don't, they never really went away, but yeah, sure? they are back. But, well, there was the equivalent never went away in the fact that I have a couple pairs of Dickies work pants. Yeah. And because I'm working in the backyard, I'm dead on my knees and stuff, I usually like to wear shorts year-round. Right. But when you're on your knees, it's nice having pants. And so I have three pairs of Dickie work pants, but one of them has the smartphone pocket, like, in the kind of thigh area, like, on the outside. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those literally look like Dickies Jenko pants. They're straight leg. Super flared? Yeah, my wife's like, what? Where's the rave? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I hadn't worn them in forever because... Are you going to be dazzled them? I could with a wallet chain. Oh, yeah. But it's just insane how straight-legged these pants are to the point where it's like you can barely see my shoes, and I wear a size 13. Yeah. So it's just the weirdest look. That's super weird. But they're super roomy. It reminds me, if you've ever seen Japanese construction workers... Yes. They wear those super baggy pants, so mm -hmm. they have the room to move around in right. the pants and not be caught up or bound. Right. 
I think that's kind of the same idea with these, but the profile or the silhouette on these is so dramatically massive compared to the regular non-smartphone pocket dickies that it's just a weird look. Well, maybe they figure, you know, if you you probably have a phablet these days, so you need the space. Oh, yeah, yeah. for for your device in your pocket. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I don't know. That's super weird. I I bought a pair of Levi's jeans recently because I needed some black jeans to wear. Which is, that's normal, right? Black jeans. Yeah. Uh, but I bought these ones. I think they're 5'11s or something like that. I think that's the style. Yeah, 5'11 and 5'69, I think, are the two that I go I normally wear 5'14s, maybe. I don't maybe. know. I'd have to look. Yeah. But at any rate, so I bought these five. Dude, go to pull them on. They barely fit over my calves. Oh, yeah. The skinny, the 5'11 is a skinny cutter. Yeah, apparently. Weird. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I look good in them. But it is a weird feeling to have your calves like a boa constrictor hugged. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, especially when you put them on and you have the the ice cream cone profile where it's all tight at the ankle and it just keeps getting, you know, it tapers out yeah. but it's still all tight. No, these aren't they they don't they aren't so tight that you look ridiculous. That you can see your iPhone 12 in your pocket. You can see the camera bulges exactly. on it. Exactly. Yeah. They're not that bad, but they they do feel weird around my. So they're the opposite of your dicky pants in that these are tight <laughs> at the calves. Yours are like bloused or well, no, flared. Yeah, and the weird thing is is like with with fashion, you know, you definitely notice it more in terms of women's fashions, right? Like the jeans cut, like the now what's popular, Dude, the high waisted jeans of or whatever. Women's fashion. What are you? I've seen the most ridiculous clothes on people recently that I just like. I don't even understand. It's fashion. They're dressing like my mom did in the eighties. Well, Not yeah, that that's stuff bad, is, but is like cyclical. I mean, like I remember when I was in in what junior high and high school. So like the 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 bell bottom, the flared pants were kind of coming back around around that time. You know, and then that went away and that was then it was like the straight leg jeans and that was so, yeah, stuff comes around. But the the whole high waisted jean thing is not a good look, I think, for anybody. I mean, have you tried it? No, I don't want to have my you don't know maybe you'd look great i don't want my waistband to be over my belly button that just doesn't seem right just below the nipple that goes along that goes against the laws of nature (laughs) i don't know i mean if you stop and think about where your hips really are yeah you know i know but i i think that point of where my belly button is under my waistband i think that's when i'm like 80 or 90 yeah because it's really kind of where i'd have to get a bigger short (laughs) <laughs> unfortunately yeah. i still a little bit of, a little bit of belly going on but you know that's that, right speaking of that that is also the other thing is like we're not huge dudes but no. there are people that are that are overweight or whatever you want to call them yeah at what point do you decide to put the the waistband on your pants under the gut or over the gut oh dude i don't know but i've seen because there are some people that are oh i'm still a size 34 and he's like sure as shit you aren't yeah right but then there's other people that, that look like they're like Humpty Dumpty because they've got their pants belted around their gut and it's just such a huge like I mean they're yeah yeah, yeah. they're encircling their the widest part of their body so it's just like oh man they're putting their belt at the equator so to speak yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know how you make that decision I guess maybe it's a comfort thing I can't imagine having it going across your gut is just comfortable though I don't know but I mean, yeah I'm glad I don't have to make that call and yeah. I hope I never do yeah but it is a weird thing when you look at it you're like how did you end up there i mean i'm not gonna lie i could stand to do some more court work oh yeah but it's the worst thing ever right like i'd rather do legs all day yeah i've done sit-ups and stuff and you feel fine like that day the next afternoon you start to feel it and the second day after you're like oh shit this sucks well it's also one of those things where 
<laughs> as stupid as it is, you're like, I want to see immediate results and it doesn't happen. So it must not work. So let me do something different. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, that's wrong in your head. Yeah. Well, and I, I think there's what's the line? It's like abs are made in the kitchen. It's basically yeah. you can crunch all you want, but if you're crunching on snacks, that's yeah. your problem. And I don't really I'm not a big I don't even eat that much. I'm not a big snacker, but the problem is, is me being diabetic. Like yeah. if I'm active or whatever, my sugar goes low, I need to eat something to right. bring it back up. Right. So I end up snacking on shit because I need to get my sugar levels up. Right. And so that's kind of a pain in the ass. And so it's 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 walking that tight tightrope where you're trying to. But not... I mean, it's it's better to be alive. Well, yeah, 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 for, I sure, think that's, for sure. I think that's how that works. But right? I mean, it's it's like when you look at it, it's like okay, I'm eating like an extra 250, 300 calories a day in snacks just because. Yeah. You know, I I might have overexerted myself or worked out too much or did something, and it's just like that is is kind of hard to 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 walk. But I have now convinced my or not convinced myself. I have now come to the realization I am actually somewhat old because now <laughs> when I wake up, welcome. Certain parts of my body are numb. You don't need those parts. That's actually an indicator as you get old, the parts that are numb, that's the parts you can lop off and yeah, still yeah. function probably. So I, I I'm not sure if it's due to the the <clears throat> substandard ergonomics of my dining room table. That actually could contribute to it. Yeah. Or if it's the the amount of work I've been doing, manual labor in the backyard, or if it's just phone interaction, you know, it's playing with my like phone. A, it's it's a probably bit, a combination of all of them. But now my 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 thumb and my index finger and sometimes my, my pinky will get a little tingly, numb, like they're falling asleep. And I'm noticing it now, like when I wake up, like my right. hand will be kind of numb and tingly. And then it goes away somewhat, but not completely. So wait, so you're still, like if you, it still feels a little... Buzzy, yeah, like so my, to speak. My pinky right now feels like a little buzzy on my yeah. right hand. Yeah, I get my left hand if I ride the motorcycle. My pointer finger and my thumb will go numb. Uh, it just depending on weight and how I'm doing that. And like I was telling you, if I sleep weird, I can feel right. it. So it's definitely like a nerve thing and like how you. It's totally guess, a nerve thing, it. or it's a nerve thing slash carpal tunnel. But I don't know if it's necessarily. I guess people. It's associate. not necessarily your wrist. Right. I don't think it's my wrist. Right. It might be my my elbow area because sometimes or your I feel, shoulder. Or my shoulder, yeah. but I feel a little buzziness kind of like in the elbow area oh. sometimes. So I don't know if it's pinching there. I'd like to think it's because I'm all swole and all this muscle is just pushing the nerve against bone. Because that's one hundred percent what it is. You you look so Schwarzenegger in his prime today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he help? was like six months old. Yeah, <laughs> when he was six months old, not baby Schwarzenegger, like. Maybe a teenager. Maybe. Maybe a, a prepubescent Schwarzenegger I might be go. able to compete with. That's fine. But um yeah, so it's it's this is like the the facing my mortality thing. And it's not even like a death thing. It's just like my fingers get a little numb and tingly and I don't yeah. like it. Well, so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean you you hit forty. And... But I am looking forward to any sort of like uh therapeutic forearm massage because Forearm massages are the best thing ever. If you've ever been and gotten like a, a, a manicure, like in pre-COVID times, when they would, you know, polish your, your hands or, and, and use like the scrub and stuff. But then when they would work your forearms, oh man, yeah. just goosebumps. That's an amazing feeling. I have never been. Um, so, well, so then you need to get the Theragun. Well, I have, I have one. I have, I have the uh, oh, Hypervolt. Have, yeah, the Hypervolt. Yeah. Yeah. So I can do that, but for some reason, like using it on yourself isn't the same as when somebody else uses it on you. So have your wife do it. Yeah. So that and just like you should like put a little thing over your eyes, pretend you're at a spa, play some of that weird music, yeah. and Have some maybe have a or scent yeah, fragrant. 
<laughs> or some essential oils. Yeah. Call, I'm sure we all know somebody that sells doTERRA or do, whatever that sells. Doterra, called. yeah. And by the way, if you're doing that or Young Life, it's a pyramid scheme. So knock it off. Yeah. Your friends don't want it. No, it's an inverse funnel. It's okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I actually had this conversation uh, recently. Over with, the holidays? With, I, I think I was talking. I don't remember who we were talking, uh, who I was talking about it with. But it was like, why does, you know, who do these people think they are? I know. That's not a job. I know. But I'm going to offend somebody. I'm, the, I'm sure somebody that listens to this is all into essential oils and crystals and whatnot. They, they're Could selling be. the promise of opportunity. That's basically what people are buying into because the product itself isn't really anything remarkable. No, it's a bunch of garbage oil in a well, bottle. And you realize that the, the biggest consumer of that garbage oil in a bottle are the people that are supposed to be selling it. But they right. have to buy and own their own inventory. Aren't you, I thought you weren't supposed to get high from your own supply. Right, but in multi-level marketing opportunities, that point is never really made. Oh, they don't. So, they don't yeah. tell you that part. No, 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 no. Oh shit. Uh, well, you know, hey, if if that's what you're into, good for you. Just please stop sending yeah. me around. So we kind of jumped all the way into Black Friday, but how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. Uh, so we uh, went to my mother's. Okay. Did uh, so they've got that big outdoor kitchen. So we did. Oh yeah, out, an outdoor outside. Everybody's outside. Um, did they cook the turkey outside too? No, no turkey. We had lamb, um, and it was fine. It How wasn't, do you cook lamb? Is it uh, an oven thing, or is it a he, grill? I think he did it in the oven, like okay. long, long and slow, like low and slow. Okay. Um, Does it taste like chicken? No, it tastes like lamb. Oh, have you, you never had lamb? I don't oh, think it's kind of it's kind of um, like a little more earthy, sort of gamey. But I've eaten lots of different animals, which yeah. sounds strange, but lamb doesn't stand out in my memory like oh it tastes like x like I yeah don't know. lamb tastes like more like goat than it does chicken okay if that's helpful at all no i don't think i've had yeah, goat well, okay I've had goat of, i mean they're both very good but yeah, you yeah. know more more on that kind of gamey side but it was you know there i don't know there was a lot of bone and struggling uh, to find some meat but it was flavor wise was really good just salt and pepper and then we had like roast no vegetables tur- why no turkey just we haven't done turkey in years oh like um, my my uh my mom's side of the family, like for a couple of years over Christmas, decided to change it up. Yeah. And those were the years where you're like, man, it wasn't as good. Like sometimes it's it's hard to move away from those staples, like, you know, the the Christmas ham right. or turkey or whatever it is. One year we did a, a, a quote unquote Mexican Christmas. Oh, yeah, we've done that. But this is Mexican as defined by a bunch of really pasty white people that have no idea of what spice is. Oh, yeah. So We'd it, usually just like order an enchilada tray from somewhere. Yeah, it was like, you know, El Paso salsa. You're like, ooh, it's spicy. Gross. And you're yeah, like, it's not good. yeah, it wasn't good. No. But I think that was probably part of the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, that doesn't help. But so we do, anyways, we were doing the outdoor deal. Um, I. Did you sit at the kids' table? There was no real kids' table. It was uh, just a table. Okay. Because um, so she's got a giant island. Right. That's like, so, it fits like eight or ten people. But we, um, I wasn't really paying attention until I got to my second drink. And I was pouring a bourbon that I came and think of what it is right now. It was 135 proof. So I was oh, basically drinking stuff. like quads. Yeah, yeah. I got a little drunk. Yeah? Yeah. Before dinner? Or was this like post-dinner? Kind of the whole time. Then I switched to wine. And then, you know, of course, pain to get me to leave. And yeah. Yeah. We didn't drink much, but it was just the three of us. Like that, yeah. usually, like Jeanette, Grayson, and I, we like to get away. And right. in previous years, we'd go up to Big Bear. We'd rent a cabin and go up on Wednesday, stay through Saturday. But like we talked about, the, the prices are ridiculous. The prices are ridiculous because of demand. Right. Or 
because of opportunity, whatever it may be. But so we didn't do that this year. But the reason why we went in years past was to get away from the obligations of showing up to three different Thanksgiving houses, yeah. like going to my dad's house, then going to my mom's house, right. and then going to my mom's family's house or whatever it is. By going up to the cabin, we're like, oh, sorry, we're out of town. But because of COVID, we didn't have to <laughs> we didn't have to use that as an excuse. We yeah. could just stay home. It was just the three of us, and it was nice. And of course, we spent the morning working in the backyard. So we stopped about noon, yeah, and then threw the, the turkey in the oven and, and started on the uh, Thanksgiving feast. But it was a uh, it was a nice change of pace. Just the fact that I, I think it's the it's interesting when you look back on your childhood and you realize like when you were a kid and you went with your parents to whatever family gatherings there were, it was usually just one house. Maybe well, because divorce wasn't as big of a thing. I mean, my parents were divorced when I was four. So there were a couple houses to go to okay. as long as I can remember. See, for and me, so, my, my parents didn't get divorced until I was in high school. Right. So all those years beforehand, it was just one house. Right. That's all we had to go to. Right. But nowadays, like, as a married adult with a kid, trying to then create your own family traditions within your own family without having to then go visit your parents' house. It's forced. You almost are forced to go and ignore everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know what? There's there's all those families that that's, you know, they do that or they do like, we all just end up going to my mom's because right. it's easy. Right. Right. And it's, it's kind of central and it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're all basically right here. So right. it's easy for us to do. Um, my dad lives in Arizona. So. Yeah. Not, you know, you don't have to go there. So it makes it, it makes it easier. But, um. I don't really, I mean, we don't have like any like crazy traditions that we do. It's just like show up and hey, here's, we're getting, this is what we're going to eat. Yeah. And I think for, for Christmas, the way we've got to set up is Christmas Eve. We will usually we've done my dad's house. Yeah. Cause typically in like Latin American communities, like you stay up till midnight on Christmas right. Eve and then you open your presents once the clock strikes midnight, yeah. midnight. We don't do that, but we go over at Christmas Eve and we have dinner and we open presents and stuff with that family. And then in the morning at our house, it's just the three of us. And so that's, that's kind of the way it's been, but this year because of because of COVID, I think we're just all doing our own thing and staying at our own place, and we might drop off presents, you know, leave them on the doorstep, kind of thing. Right. Um, and we're still trying to figure that out. I mean, we've got less than a month to go. I mean, yeah. Normally, we would do like Christmas Eve. We would go to my stepdad's family, and it's really fun. We have a good time, and then we do like a we dude. It's white elephant, but it's not because yeah. it's turned into real stuff. Which is great, right? Um, but it's one of those things where, like, you draw a number and then you can take the gift and right. it can get stolen. It's, it's a white elephant. Yeah, yeah. Gift. But but people bring, like, nice bottle of booze or whatever. So it's become a thing that people actually want. But that... Yeah, how do you do that? We're not going to do that. That's already been canceled. So it's just going to be more to hang out and see the kids, I guess. I, I have no idea what we're going to do. And to, to be honest with you, if we didn't do anything, that's okay too. Yeah, basically, we've kind of come to the decision. It's like, all right, let's not do anything for the other adults. Like, mm. nobody really needs... And that's that's always kind of the challenge is when you see family members. I mean, yeah, they're family, but you only see them a couple times a year and trying to find that perfect gift or whatever it is yeah. for them. It's It doesn't always hit the mark. So the unit was something that, yeah, it's nice and you could get some use out of it, but it's not anything you really needed. Right. So... We're skipping that part and just like, all right, just give the kids stuff. Just yeah. get them, have them, have the fun. We normally don't do, well, we always we, say we're not going to do adult gifts and then somebody screws it up. But like this year, I did get, I already found it. I found my mom something. Shorts? Uh, yeah, I bought her a pair of shorts. Everybody's getting shorts. Everybody. Gotten famous shorts for everybody. I'm like the Oprah of shorts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, you know, normally we're, we don't do anything for the the 
adults and I, I try to do more experiential stuff. So like, yeah. I think I gave Avery last year, she got like a book that's a, it turns into a planetarium and that's cool. like all this education yeah, stuff. Yeah. One year I got one of the nieces, a, a year pass to the Santa Ana zoo. Cause she loves the zoo. So no, I try to do things. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Instead of just, here's a bunch of stuff. I, I would say this year is, is kind of challenging in the fact that I always love the toy drives at work. So like oh, in, the, yeah. in the lobby, there'll be like a a Salvation Army toy drive or some Spark of Love firefighter toy drive or whatever it may be. And my goal is always fill that box by myself. Wow. Like just going out. But because the office is closed, that doesn't go on anymore. Well, I wonder if they can even take, like if they're, if they're even doing Well, that's guys. the thing is you're starting to see like... Um, in my community, there's there's signs for the Orange County Fire Authority. The fire department is yeah. doing a toy drive, but the signs are throughout town. It's like, don't donate here. What they're doing is they're doing a toy drive, but you actually have to drive to a location. Yeah. And I think it's you stay in your car, open the trunk, and they just unload the trunk for you kind then, of thing. But then do they like, how do they disinfect the package? Well, I don't know, but yeah. it's, it's they're, they're kind of trying to minimize the person-to-person contact. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's it's almost like if you've ever had to uh, drop off hazardous waste, like paint or something at, uh-huh. at those facilities, you pop the trunk, they open, they take the paint cans out. But in this case, they're taking Toys. presents out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all right. So looking at doing that, possibly. The other option is is reaching out to the Salvation Army directly. They, they have a, uh, uh, a big location here in Tustin. Yeah. Or down the street in Tustin. Yeah. So I'm going to see if they have the angel tree thing going because if you if you've ever done it the angel tree is like in in the lobby of our office they used to actually have like a a a tree set up like you know just a regular christmas tree but they would have these hanging cards on them i remember and you would grab the card and it would say buy a gift for sally she's eight Hmm. she likes this this and this in the years past they've kind of gotten less specific and they're like buy a gift for a girl between the ages of three and five, yeah. these are the things that girls in that age range like. So we usually buy a, we always try to pick a card that is somebody that that's Grayson's age. Yeah. So however old he is, that's that's the for sure one. And then we grab two or three more. And then sometimes they'll have one for like senior citizens. So we'll yeah, grab yeah. one of those. So usually we're buying for like four people at least. And we do the shopping thing and Grayson gets to go through and he gets to pick out the gifts he wants to give these kids. Oh, that's cool. And so... We really enjoy it, but because the because obviously the angel tree thing kind of relied on companies being open to do this, they aren't doing it. They're doing a virtual one with with Walmart. Yeah, I don't like Walmart. I right. don't want to go all the way there to get that. So I'm going to see. I'm going to email the uh, the local Salvation Army branch to see if they actually have them in their lobby or if they have cards available, so I can just go over, pick them up, do the shopping thing, and then drop them off at that location. I had heard that. Uh Salvation Army and the other one. <clears throat> what the heck is the other one called? Goodwill. I heard that they weren't taking donations at all. That's the thing is like some of them aren't doing it or they're, they're trying to control it. Like we've we've had to make some runs to uh, Goodwill just to, as we were cleaning out the garage yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and doing donations. And the local donation center was closed. We had to go to a, a one farther away. And it was the same idea as you stay in your car, yep. pop the trunk, they'll unload it, and they'll give you the, the donation receipt and you're good to go. So I'm wondering if... Possibly it's going to be kind of that same way, and and I understand the the concern, but it I don't feel as charitable writing a check yeah, as no, I do sure. going out buying these items. I think there's, there's there's fun in that. 
Well, and I think it's also a case of now you've given them a thing that they have to use as is rather than what are they really going to do with this money? True. Yeah. Right? Cause you go, okay, is it, how much of this check is going to an overhead expenses? Yeah. So it seems like cost? you're, you're, you're more effective by doing right. that. Um, to actually have a pretty uh, funny <clears throat> Salvation Army story. Many, many years ago, I was moving out of an apartment and I had a, dr- a dresser that was like actual wood, super yeah. nice, really heavy and almost brand new. And I took it to Salvation Army in Costa Mesa. And you know what they told me? They said, no, we don't want that. And I said, what do you mean you don't want it? Yeah. He's like, no, we just don't want it. I was like, so now you're picky about what gets donated? Yeah. And I'm like, what the? That's stupid. So it happened to be, I had it on a like a four-way, one of those little dollies, you yeah. know, a furniture dolly. And I go, okay, no problem. Don't worry about it. And I rolled it directly into the middle of their showroom and just left it. And <laughs> one of the workers was like, excuse me. I'm like, no, no, they told me to put it here. This is where he said to drop it. And I just left. <laughs> I was like, you're taking my donation, you bastard. What do you mean you're too... It's not good enough. That's what... The guy was basically it's not good enough for us. But it's like brand new. Isn't and it's it? Salvation Army, bro. I know. Well, I, I, I understand the challenge they get when people are donating stuff that should be trash. This was not. This but, was yeah, really nice. This was something that you physically just weren't moving to your new place. Right. I, but could live on in, in other people's yep. houses for whatever. Not good enough. Did it not have a designer label on it? Did you need to get a little pottery barn sticker? I should have. Yeah, I put it like a, I think this is like pre-pottery barn. But I, so I, I I've donated a lot of stuff, especially when I two years ago when I moved in here, I basically dumped all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, I got rid of old VHS movies, books, yeah. like books I've been toting around for years, and it's just like I'm not going to use them. So let's get them to a place where somebody will use them, right? And some of the stuff you drop off and be like, well, I need to go through this whole box. I'm like, bro, I'm not standing here while you go through the box. Just yeah. either take it or don't. You throw it away. Right. Like, I, I don't I don't like when they get picky about it. Yeah, it is It is kind of strange. I mean, it, it would be one thing if they had signs that said, hey, we could really use X, these y, things. Right. right. But we'll take everything. Right. But if you have these, we especially want these. Yeah. Instead of them being like, no, 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 we don't want those paperback books won't take hardcovers or, you know, whatever yeah. their, their weird line in the sand may be. Oh, it's really stupid. But, but I mean, and the, the other thing is, is like those like Goodwill, Salvation Army, thrift store, those things make bank. Well, I guess I didn't know this, but Goodwill, I guess is not as good. They're a for profit. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Until maybe you told me, but I, I now kind of think maybe I avoid giving stuff to them. I take it to Salvation Army, but those ones, apparently they're picky bastards. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's, 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 it's weird when you want to help, but then instead you just kind of get all this grief and it's like, they're, right. they're adding more barriers to right. the help. Yeah. That's silly. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do for this. I've got a, I basically got like, you know, 200 bucks. <laughs> burning a hole in my pocket that needs to go to some toys for some kids. And it's like, what am I going to do? Is work? toys for tots still a thing? That's the thing is I haven't seen anything about it this year. Cause I mean, toys for tots is usually military. Yeah. And so for whatever reason, and I don't know if it's just a COVID thing or, or what, but I mean, even like the fire stations would used to have the, the toy donation boxes out front. They're not doing that, which is weird because it's a box outside of the fire station. You're not interacting with anybody, but because of the concerns around the pandemic, I totally get it, but it's kind of strange. So Toys for Tots has, you can donate by a credit card, right? obviously, but you can also shop, select, and donate the perfect toy with their new virtual toy box. Yeah. So you can... But, but what retailer? Because like the Salvation Army was through Walmart. And oh, got with, it. with Walmart, they had like a, a predefined list of like 50 or 60 toys. 
and you're looking through and you're like, I don't want to get that. I want to get something cool. Like, I, you know, and so it seems kind of strange to be curtailed so much when, when otherwise you would have the ability to give them anything. This right? doesn't say who it uh, goes to or how, or who, yeah. How, yeah, who you're buying it from. But yeah. Next weekend, I think at Cars and Coffee, they're doing a, a toy drive uh, for the members of the military. So this is, it's an interesting one because obviously you want to support those, but it's not going to, apparently the less fortunate in this case happen to be children of members of the military, which is like, why are we not? Taking care of our own. Yeah, that sounds weird. Like it, it does. It seems kind of strange. So it's like you can't be angry at them. But the the toy drive is it's a Toys for Tots similar kind of thing. Yeah. But it's specifically for children of members of the military. But is it members of the military that like the kids have lost their parents, or is it just I members of the military? I mean, I, I think can see it's one just of those. literally like not kids that have lost their parents because we haven't really been in much of international struggles this year where there's been. <laughs> you know, large number of fatalities yeah. and stuff. So it's, I, I think it's literally just, Hey, my mom and dad are in the Marines or in the army or whatever. And I need toys, but okay, I'm not, it seems strange. Yeah. So, whereas I like, feel like this is where, this is where you can get in trouble with the words that you use, but I, I, there's gotta be a better place to donate. Yeah. So that's, that's where I I, mean that. Like, that sounds terrible. No, no, you, you want to help the military, but at the same time, like you would also expect that they're adequately compensated for, for their service. Yeah. Like if you're alive and you can buy your child a present, do so. Right. And then if your employer pays you shit, do something. I mean, obviously you're, you're stuck in that role, but I mean, why, you know, it, it, it amazes me that our country doesn't, take better care of its citizens oh why would we right but yet you look at our military budget and it's insane like yeah. that, that number is huge but the amount of money that actually makes it down to that that front armed service personnel right is like pennies right in comparison so it's like yeah there it would be nice to do a better job and to you know take some of that funding and use it for better programs yeah instead of putting it into machines of war put it towards the people that are actually right forced to actually do some of this stuff so yeah. Yeah, so that one was like, ah, you know, I can, I can support the cause, but then it seems kind of strange. So anyways, I'm in this kind of like moral dilemma slash I want to <laughs> slash I want to buy some damn toys. Yeah, yeah. Please you know, let, let me know where I can buy a bunch you know, of toys. You know what would be actually cool? There's a Ronald McDonald house around the corner. I could hit them up and see what they yeah. need. Yeah. I've done um I've done a few things for Ronald McDonald House. That's not a bad years. idea. Yeah, and I, I've actually really enjoyed it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send an email to the Salvation Army and see if they reply. And if, if they do have Angel Tree cards where I can pick them up in person, yeah. Or if they just email me, that's fine. Yeah. Um but at least I, that way I know who I'm shopping for and then I can leave them on a porch or do drive right. by and they can pop in my trunk or whatever. But yeah, that's that's always been fun. I've always had fun going to Target or or whatever toy store and just loading the shopping cart. Like in years past, like when there was crazy Black Friday deals, I picked up a whole bunch of like razor style scooters. Yeah. That had like light up wheels that were like 80 bucks down to like 20 bucks. I picked up a bunch of those. That's cool. Um, you know, all about like sports equipment, like yeah. basketballs, footballs, baseballs. That's the kind of stuff that like I would rather buy a bunch of that than, you know, let's say uh, a bunch of Legos or stuff. Right. right? Like, so I, I it buy seems it. like it makes more sense. Well, and it's also one of those things where just because one kid gets the ball doesn't mean that the other kid can't also play. 
Yeah. Right. Where some of these toys are kind of not optimized for well, sharing. Promoting people to be outside doing something instead of, you know, video right. gaming. Right. And so that is a hole right now in my life that I need to fill. I need to buy some damn toys. Because, I mean, Grayson, yeah, he's going to get some toys. Right. But all the cool, fun stuff is really kind of for younger kids. You know? Yeah, and, that's, and it's, well, it's a matter, too, of, like, just enjoying, like, I mean, part of you wants to open the stuff and play with it yourself. Oh, I play with it in the store. Yeah, see, there you like, go. Like, there, there was this one guitar that I found at Target, and it had, um, it's like a little keytar. It had a bunch of buttons on, yeah. the, on the neck, but it played dog sounds. So you could like howl, bark. So it's like like Gene Belcher? Yeah. That's awesome. It was this crazy guitar. And I I brought it home and then Grayson saw it and he played with it. And he thought it was the greatest thing ever. But this was somebody else's gift. So yeah. So that's kind of the the, the challenge I'm having with with holiday shopping. I mean, otherwise, when it comes to Christmas shopping, like Jeanette, like I know what I'm going to get her. Grayson, we've got pretty much taken care of. I've got you taken care of. Oh, frustrating. That that $25 gift exchange, like I am done for you and i think i went over by a little bit but it all depends on how you calculate the value. oh jesus i am um, yeah i'm so bad at this stuff i will literally wait till the last second yeah hey, i got how you some I shorts all- i hope you <laughs> what's i hope you my size yeah. waist right <laughs> uh if you do want to buy me shorts 34s thank you oh i'm at 36 oh well i had to start, it's a yeah. waste but if, if, a little waste and a round thing in your face yeah 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 something like that the uh <laughs> I'm just so bad. I'll I'll literally wait till the last minute to do Christmas presents. So I'm I'm trying not to do that this year, but yeah. You know, I've always wanted to do a like a white elephant gift exchange, but the stipulation is the item has to have the receipt attached and the item has to come from a CVS or a Walgreens. Oh, that'd be awesome. So those are the only two places you can shop because yeah, they yeah. have that as seen on TV aisle. Right. They have all of, kinds of crap. Right. But and that's the only reason why the receipt has to be attached is just to prove that you bought it from one of those stores and you didn't like yeah 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 cheap out or chicken out and go online or something right. you had to go in store. Um, that'd be fun. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. But obviously, they'll have to wait another year. Yeah, we'll do it next year. Yeah, and that'll be fine. Yes, because we're gonna have many more Christmases. North Korea is not gonna nuke us right. or Iran. Correct. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This is this just got dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so way, speaking way of to go. speaking of things getting dark. So um well actually dark in two ways I'll share with you. Uh we did we took my niece and nephew to a drive through Christmas light display at Tanaka Farms on Friday. Okay, so it's, for those that don't live in Southern California, Tanaka Farms is a local farm that's Japanese owned, yep. but they're known for having fields in which you can harvest your own watermelon or own strawberries or that? pumpkin. Yeah, different times, that. different oh. seasons. Yeah. They, um, what I did, I, so their, their biggest crop is strawberries. Yes. Right? But what I thought was pretty cool is they're converting most of their land where they're growing strawberries to vertical farming. So they're putting really? in, yeah, it's rad. They've got, um, Basically, like trows that are the, the almost the length of the row, and they can go four high, so it's no more way. efficient use of the land. I wonder why. More efficient use of the land, bigger crop yield. Okay, honey. so they're not trying to yield the same amount of crops so they can sell off some of the land for property value. They're actually just trying to increase their output. Well, it's not only rate. increasing output, but it's it's. Um, I guess it uses less water. It uses less, uh, obviously, less hard on the environment. It's yeah. pretty interesting that they were doing that. I thought that was kind of cool. So, did you get that? While you were in line for this driving light drive through light yeah, experience? Yeah, so, so they... <laughs> like, was it like... They had some educational signs yeah, around yeah, the farm. Okay. Yeah, but here's here's how the thing went down. And I'll tell you... Okay, so let me first off, while we were waiting in line, we started playing um, Would You Rather. 
in and, the car yeah and okay. you know they're nine and seven so that was started innocent enough and then i started asking about swimming with dead babies and stuff and they were like you were way too dark to play this game yeah uncle um, ryan went a little too far yeah but you know we we got through it would yeah. you rather swim in a pool of dead babies or a, a pool of vomit vomit would you well it depends on what you throw up i mean if it's just like jello or something it ain't all that bad yeah but i mean <laughs> at any rate so it, it got weird yeah but the um so you get there we have you basically have a time slot they tell you to show up 10 minutes early which it turns out is totally doesn't matter uh because it's chaos there's cars everywhere it's like five lanes at one point or three lanes that like converge into one lane right they have so you drive onto the farm and you, you there's like a booth like a tent right where yeah. you check in and they check your qr code and buy the car and then they try to sell you ten dollar kettle corn and six dollar hot cocoa and all this other crap well, you're, yeah. and so of course people are taking forever yeah right because they're now, waiting on their food yeah so they're waiting they have, dude nachos nachos is not a good car food no at all yeah no i mean if you're not driving i guess and you have a small tray of nachos in front of you i guess it's okay but no you're gonna drip cheese every look i have i am that guy do not eat in my car it gives well, me yeah. massive anxiety i'm kind of the same way like i'm fine with like you know beverages and stuff like yeah. straw or, right. or cap but yeah i i don't like that weird mcdonald's french fry that falls under the seat and it's been there for like three years kind of thing right exactly so i just try to keep it so anyway so it took forever to get through that and then it was supposed to be like i was really kind of looking forward to it. i thought oh it'd be awesome huge light displays and whatever yeah it was pretty pedestrian unfortunately like how long was the light experience like was it did they say it was going to be x distance it was, i think no they didn't say distance. i think it was they said it would take you like 30 minutes to get through it but i think it only took 30 minutes because there were so many cars and going like two miles an hour. So I ended up just like giving the person in front of me some room. I turned my lights off. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're yeah. not just blinding people with your headlights. So there was like just it's basically you just drive one of the roads that goes through the farm and they've got lights and stuff. And they have a bunch of tractors that are covered and like okay. in lights. And then they yeah. had this whole area where it was like different people that decorated. I think they were supposed to be scarecrows, but dude, it was nightmare fuel. Like <laughs> It was some of the most scary thing. Like it was way effed up. And then the coolest thing that they had was, let's say they had like sugar cane and they lit up the sugar cane and you drive through yeah. sugar cane. It was great. Um, the coolest thing that they had, they have this Christmas tree that's probably 30 feet tall. Okay. And it's this like, um, the way that's set up, it's almost like an LED billboard so it can change. And oh, it was yeah, doing yeah, all yeah. these cool like yeah. fizzy things. Like it was, that was the best part of the whole thing. It was at the very end, but hot tip, you can see it from the street. Oh. So you don't have to pay it to see the coolest part of the whole thing. There you go. Yeah, I, I've noticed that that's kind of the the thing the, this year is the like at Halloween they had the the drive through haunted houses kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And this year, of course, with the, the drive through light uh, light show, and I know different venues. I've seen some churches advertising it. I've seen some, I think even like Six Flags Magic Mountain, some amusement parks are advertising some sort of drive-through light experience. There was supposed to be one at the fairgrounds. I've heard that got canceled. I don't know if it's canceled permanently yeah. or, if, or if it's just certain dates got canceled. Did you have to tune your radio station to some station so, to listen to music? That would have been smart. Instead, what they did is had you, uh, they put Wi-Fi transponders on the property. They had you log into their Wi-Fi and use an app uh, that I can't even remember what it was called, and it didn't work. Like, um, it would just constantly cut, cut out. out. Yeah. So we ended up just 
throwing on Spotify on a Christmas mix. Yeah, because I mean, it's just generic Christmas music. Yeah, it was, well, it was weird. It was like uh, techno Christmas music and like all this weird stuff. And then they would interrupt and give you, like the part that I did like is they were telling you things about the farm, like fourth generation, blah, blah, blah. Okay, like it's been cool. this is the size of the farm. This is the output. So yeah. that part was okay. But as far as the actual experience goes, if it had been more lights, a little bit longer, less people. When did you it go? It would have been better. We went Friday night, which I think is the night it opened. Yeah, I'm wondering like, if you went like on a, on a Wednesday evening, like if it would have been... No, because it won't fix the fact that it's not enough. Well, true, but I mean, it might have alleviated like the crowds and... Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. And they would have ironed out the wrinkles with the, you know, the, the nacho making... Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, but it was fine. Like it, you know, we did it. The they liked it at the very end. There's Santa, and it was pretty funny to listen to my niece and nephew debate. Like, was that was that really Santa? That can't have been Santa. That must have been one of his helpers. Like, it was pretty funny. Um, you know, it, so it was cool. Yeah. Because would it, I do it again? No. No. Because I mean, as a kid, we would drive around other neighborhoods looking at Christmas lights, and so that was free. When I was a kid, it was there's a there used to be a neighborhood in. I'm going to say it's Fountain Valley that three streets were just full whole hog and you had to like park two neighbors away to walk in. Yeah, Yeah. it was super cool. There's a house by my sisters that (laughs) the kids made me drive by on, on the way to drop them off. And it literally looks like somebody threw up every inflatable they could find. They've got back like by the front door sort of area there's windows in the front of the house. They've got like 70 nutcrackers, like actual nutcrackers. Real wooden ones inside? No, like they're, outside, they're like outside on a tiered table, so mm. you can see them all. Like it's it is it's just Christmas. Blah, blah. Yeah, we have a neighbor that that does it. And this year, I don't think they they went as big as they normally do. Usually, they rent a cherry picker, and Jesus. they'll string lights from light pole to light pole, and they'll wrap the light poles like candy cane, like the public light poles. The public light poles. They'll wrap them because there's one like by their house. Yeah, and they from the top they'll go from from one house to the other and they zigzag across and it's all like 18 feet off the ground. So yeah. semis can still yeah. pull through and it's a lot of effort. Yeah. But they didn't, there's no cherry picker this year. So Got I'm it. assuming that's COVID related or whatever. So the, the, the guy just did his house the way he usually does it, but yeah. he loves the inflatables, loves the inflatables. I don't know when this trend started. I don't know either. And it's it's interesting because, of course, we had some high wins on Thanksgiving and, yeah. and, and uh, on Black Friday. Yeah. And so some of that stuff is kind of tumbled over. And usually that stuff's tethered. But he's got stuff on his roof. Like he's got inflatables on his roof. So okay. he had to you know, fix those. But it's 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 interesting to look at. You're like, okay, that, guy, <laughs> that guy's into the Christmas spirit. Right. Cool. Yeah. Who I really feel sorry for is the neighbor directly across the street from this guy's house. Oh, God. Because they like Christmas, but they're more of like a single strand of lights along the roof. That's how I roll. Kind of low-key Christmas lights thing, right? The guy's lights are so bright that the kids have a hard time falling asleep because their bedrooms face the street and the light glows through the closed blinds. Yeah. But no problem. Blackout curtains take care of that. Except for the fact that the inflatables or the All that screen, crap makes noise. Well, the pump, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, compre- the fans or whatever right. make noise. But there's Christmas music playing. Till what time does this guy leave this crap on? 
I don't know. Because that's what that's the thing, right? Like, if you're going to do it, good for you, but turn it off at 9. Yeah, and it, it, it might be that some of it turns off at 9. Maybe so, the music stops at 9, oh. but the shit's still inflated until 11 or something. Oh. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the neighbor across the street that has holiday spirit, but just not nearly as much, has to put up with it. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. is It's, uh, it's great. But if you're the only one on the street, you're torturing other yeah. people. Yeah, there's, there's other houses that, that do it up. But just, like, if this was a 10-point scale and 10 being, like, balls to the wall Christmassy, this guy's, like, at a 9.5. And, and most of the other houses in the neighborhood are maybe, like, a 7, 8. And so this guy just takes a little bit further. But the thing that makes me kind of interested or amused is there's never that crazy Hanukkah house. Like, you don't see the house. Yeah, with nobody's the, going overboard for that. Yeah, the inflatable <laughs> menorah or, you know... I would like to see that. And like we were talking earlier, like I think that somebody should have a Hanukkah house, but every night for eight nights, it gets more decorated. Or maybe like a different, like maybe the house, you put enough lights on it that the house is the menorah. Oh, and you just light different sections yeah, of the house. That'd be cool. Yeah. But it's just like, why is Christmas the holiday that I don't know gets crazy? Like other religions have their, like, could there be a crazy Kwanzaa house? Like it does. I don't know what you would do for a Kwanzaa house. I think it's handmade items. Oh, so maybe you cool. would hand make your decorations. That'd be kind of cool. But I yeah. just, what I think is insane are, okay, so they're kind of cool. We've all seen the videos on like YouTube of the people that have their houses literally covered in lights and they and do they the coordinated light show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. That's, it's impressive. However, uh, your neighbors hate you. Yeah. And how much are you spending on electricity? Well, LEDs don't use as much electricity, so it makes but it, it. But when you've got 30,000 of them. Yeah. So, like, my backyard, I, I redid the landscape yeah. lighting. And so, previously, they were incandescent, and they were, I want to say, like, 30-watt or 60-watt floodlight bulbs. Now, I'm using LED bulbs. I think the, the biggest fixture is 4 watts. Most of them are 3 watts. I did the math. I added up all of the fixtures in the backyard, and I'm at 60 watts. Less of, than a light bulb. Basically. Yeah. So, 60 watts of LED lights is 15 fixtures. And... It's less than a single incandescent light bulb in terms of power consumption. Well, that's see, that's good. So I'm assuming that with these techno dancing light shows and stuff, they're hopefully using LED. And well, even like all the other equipment, I just I'm curious, yeah. like how much extra are you paying for the month and a whatever quarter that you're going to leave these damn things up? Yeah, but four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, my electricity bill hasn't really gone up that much when I. But I mean, again, I'm running all LED lights. Right. Um, I mean. If it even goes up like six bucks, I'd be surprised. Just shouldn't, based, tech, shouldn't yours go down? Because I'm running LED. Well, my backyard lighting bill will definitely go down because right. I swapped it out. But my backyard lights hadn't worked in a while. So oh, got it. That'll be a net difference. But I mean, my Christmas lights, which I haven't put up yet. Yeah. After this, that's what I'm going to do. Um, those, I don't think, I think when you add them all up, it should just be pennies to run you know, yeah. per hour. So it, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. But yeah, you're right. It, like when you think back to like, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that, that Clark Griswold house. That's, and that's what I like. Those are all era. incandescent yeah, bulbs. Yeah, that can have been cheap. Yeah, I had strands of those C9 Christmas bulbs, and those things gave off heat. Oh, yeah. You know, they they uh, they they chewed through some power. And those, I definitely remember seeing the electricity bill change when, when we use those lights. I remember as a kid helping my grandfather put his up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we'd staple gun them to the... Yeah, I, I could never bring myself to stapling the lights up only because I knew how much of a pain in the ass it is to pull the staples out. Oh, yeah, out. it was terrible. 
And then, you know, you miss and you put a staple through the cord or something like that. Or one ricochets off and hits you in the throat. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. When when they invented those those clips, those plastic clips that yeah. clip onto the tile or the eaves, that right. was genius. Yeah, those are really cool. And I like those... Um, Oh God! What are they? The three M sticky removey. Oh yeah, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. Like those those work really well too because they actually stick to houses and whatnot. Yeah, I haven't tried using the, those adhesive oh. uh, mounts for that. The way I do my lights mostly is it's almost everything's based off the ground, and it shines up on the house. And I'll do lights in the just in like the, floods. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll do um, I'll do stuff in the trees and, and in like the hedges and stuff and, and in the landscaping. Right. But the, the way my house is set up, the the roof peak is about 30-something feet off the ground. And because of the slope of the driveway, getting a ladder to get up there to actually reach the eaves is a little bit of a challenge. You need one of those uh, those convertible ladder things. I need like a, a massive ladder. And that's the thing is like, I mean, even to, to when I when I went to hang the chandelier right. in, in my dining room, I had to go to Lowe's and get a 15-foot A-frame ladder. That ladder would still be way too short to get anywhere close. Oh, got it. Did you it. return that ladder? Yeah, borrow? it was just a rental. Oh, got it. I yeah. think you could rent a ladder. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, interesting. So, that was, that's my, mainly one of the reasons why I just don't go up on the eaves to yeah. do that. Yeah. And most of the neighbors in the house, or in the, most of the neighbors in the neighborhood kind of do the same thing. A few of them have better roof access where they can get up on a lower section of roof. Yeah. And still and walk along section. and right. reach the eaves. Right. Without having to go. But the way my house is laid out, the, the peak is completely isolated. And you have to climb up all the way up on the roof to do it and then hang over the edge, which... That sounds sketchy. I'm not about to do. You know who uh, chaps my ass a little bit are people that leave their lights up year-round? I don't see that nearly as often. Not as much anymore. But, but remember, that was a thing for a long that time. That was a thing. There was yeah. always the one house or two houses in your neighborhood. Well, when like, you staple them all up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, though, if you tucked them under the eaves That somehow, was my thought. I, when I thought about... Doing this, like this is a couple years back. I'm like, okay, they make LED uh, tape, basically. It's it's LED strand of lights, right. but it's, it's on a flexible adhesive backing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I could do the entire inside of the eaves with that. And so with the lights off, you wouldn't see it unless it, you were... You would at, just get a glow. That'd be kind of cool. Well, you wouldn't see the lights. Yeah, right. You yeah. wouldn't see the bulb directly unless you're at a certain angle right, in the right. house. But then you'd flip a switch, and it's RGB, so you could, hey... You know, I'm going to do it red for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Or, or I think That's a little too far. But if they're up on the house year-round and they're permanently wired in and you've yeah. got the remote, why not? I can think of a couple reasons why not. Red. <laughs> red lights. The red light house. Turn on the red light. <laughs> yeah. Or no, it's heart light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to be the red light district house. You could turn it into like all wacky colors. Maybe I go fuchsia or something, magenta. Ooh. But yeah, Ooh. so it was like, okay, that wouldn't be too bad. You could have the lights up year round, right. but when you turn them off, there wouldn't really be any bulbs or anything visible. Yeah, there's nothing to be an eyesore. Right. And they're small. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't know what the durability of, of that those LED. Well, if they're, if they're tucked in the eaves, they've got to be enough. Yeah, I mean, it would be fine. fine. Yeah. It would just be a question of like manufacturing defect or what, what the... Uh, hours of yeah. operate you know the the bulb life right. is but you're not i mean if you're only using them a couple times a year it shouldn't really matter. you should be fine right yeah totally so that that actually is a good idea i think if you somebody's got to invent a way that you can like i don't know i've seen some of those do. clips where they have it so it threads onto like a like a extending handle so you you screw it onto the handle so that you can you can push the clip on and then you just twist the handle to oh, separate the handle from the clip yeah yeah 
But it just makes it that much more of a pain in the ass to pull them down. Oh, you might be able to just pull the lights. Maybe. And then pull no the clips off. Yeah. I am um, very clearly do not put up, <clears throat> excuse me, Christmas lights here. So I don't know. I No, I don't. That's just a fact. No? Not even like know. in the window or something? No. Do you put your tree like in the front window so people can see from outside and go, ah. Oh, don't okay. have a tree. Well, not yet. Won't get a tree. No? No. A little. My first Christmas tree. And it's nothing to do with like being a Grinch necessarily, but like I live in this apartment on a, I live in a small yeah. apartment on a quiet street. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so not really it's, worth showing off. No, I mean, it's where are you going to put the, the stuff? And well, the, in your case, it's just work. It's work for, for no reason. Yeah, because you're going to go, oh, hey, look, I put up the lights. Look, look well, what I'm, I did. I'm never here. Well, yeah, that's probably the better reason there. Yeah, so you know, there's there's other places to put up lights that yeah. I would see more often. I, I remember when I when I moved out and I was on my own, I had a roommates, and I bought a Christmas tree for the house. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Bought a Christmas tree, bought some lights, bought some ornaments, and when I put it up, I realized I basically created a Hanukkah bush because oh, nice. I went with blue, yeah, <laughs> uh, blue and silver ornaments, and and I think white lights, but it was just overly masculine with all the blue and not really Christmassy enough. So it really did look like a Hanukkah bush. I, it took me, I didn't even realize the blue light situation for the longest time. No. And well, then, yeah. As a little kid, I'm like, oh, that's, that house is cool. It's they like just the blue look lights. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, that's different. And then you find out, oh yeah, that's because they celebrate Hanukkah. And, and yeah, they're enjoying the season along yeah. with everybody else, but just in a different way. Yeah. And I, you know what, man, Hanukkah, to be honest with you, you get better food anyways. I've only had like latkes. I don't know what else I'm missing. Brisket. Oh, that's a Hanukkah thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a Jewish thing. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I didn't realize it was like maybe like, it's a Hanukkah. I don't know. All I, know I, it, all I know is that I've that's anytime I've had really really good like braised and you know oven yeah. cooked brisket has been for Hanukkah or um, Yom Kippur maybe. Huh. I can't Jewish holidays. My friend's I've... mom makes this amazing brisket. All right. Yeah, I did. I didn't know. I, yeah. I guess, is it the equivalent of like a, a ham, a Christmas ham, I guess? I don't know, which I don't like, by the way. You can keep your spiral cut, nasty sugar ham garbage. I don't, Just, I don't mind it, but I, I still enjoy uh, a turkey. I Look, I don't dislike turkey. Prime but, rib? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Now that's all I'm going to think about. For <laughs> uh, if you, you want a hot tip on prime rib, by the way, um, go to Houston's for lunch and get their... Prime, they have a prime rib French dip. Okay. That's the way to go? Oh, my God. It's good. All right. Yeah. Prime rib is one of my my favorite. Uh, How is it to meats. go, though? Because is the bread all soggy by the time know. you get I've never had it, it back go. in the container? Yeah. I've never had it to go. So I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> now, now I'm just going to be thinking about uh, prime rib. Jesus. Speaking of prime rib, we'll, we'll use that to shift really quick. Um <clears throat> There's been like a lot of like smokers and like things, you know, like I've been looking at new, a new grill. Yeah. Grilling is, it, I, it's been interesting with, with this whole COVID thing. You, you are starting, at least I'm starting to see amongst my friends kind of a, I don't know if I want to say resurgence, but, or a increasing amount of grilling related posts from friends. Either they picked up some new hardware, yep. like a new smoker or a new pellet smoker thing or some grilling related accessory as a uh an adamant proponent that pellet smokers are stupid i don't know yeah well i'm gonna i mean i'm already a heathen because i'm using propane 
so it's like I, I do it more for the the convenience factor than sitting around for four hours waiting for my meat to get hot. Well, I've been I've just been, you know, hey, look, we don't need you don't need a pellet smoker. It's not the way to do it. You're supposed to get and torture yourself for 16 hours and you need to be there the whole time and whatever the case may be. And all that said about a rec tech. So where is it? I just uh, it's not here yet. I ordered a uh, is it getting delivered here? Or is it getting delivered to your mom's house? Go to my mom's because, mostly gonna- because I'm not. I, you know, I don't know that I'll be physically here to sign for it or whatever, and then I'll. But it's also it. you don't really have a place to put it. Well, I can put it in the garage. It's electric. Oh, is it really? Yes, yeah, so it's an electric pellet smoker. What I was getting at is I finally gave in and went to the dark side, and so yeah, it's an electric pellet smoker. How big is it? It's like a, I don't know, it's a kettle. So it's you know, yay, big and it's around. electric. Yeah. So the but what the electric does, the electric runs the auger and it it uh, ignites the. The pellets, right? Not their pellets are okay. fed into the bowl, and the one that I got has—it's um, not just a smoker. It'll actually, because my brother-in-law has one. This is kind of what convinced me that it's not the worst thing in the world, because it'll actually do flame, and you can actually grill on it. Where does the flame come from? From the heat pot, but the heat pot's at the bottom, so it'll huh. actually get hot enough to do flame. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of—it's pretty cool. Interesting. So, what what are your plans for this thing? Is this going to be like your smoke the meats? Well, yeah. All of the meats. I like smoked meats. Sometimes yeah. I just buy them. Well, but... I'm going to make it. <laughs> like, so I love, like, I had, um, uh, before I before here and for years, I've had this giant um, new Braunfels, like, super heavy um, smoker that was, you know, the kind with the, the um, fire chamber off to the side. Yeah, yeah. It looks basically like an oil barrel on yeah, the side. Yeah, with a small with barrel attached yeah. to the side. Yeah, so I had that for years. Unfortunately, when I moved here, I had asked a neighbor to, to watch it and... Long long story short, the thing's gone. They watched it and kept it? No, they ended up like, they should have just called me, but they're like, oh, the rats had built some, you know, a thing inside of it. And I was like, okay, well, you can clean all that crap out. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's just metal. So, right. What's but on? anyways, yeah. So I guess they decided to throw it away without calling me. Oh. Which is a bummer because you can't get, that one was an old one. So the metal was, it was super actually thick. made well. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It was, it's one of those ones like to lift it in and out of a truck takes three people. Oh, shit. I loved it. So, I'm I'm like like I love smoking like doing 16 hour smokes, but yeah. that thing was very labor intensive, so that's where the pellet thing. Well, yes, it's cheating, and I will 100 percent admit to it. It will make some of that stuff easier. So I love doing briskets. I love doing like even smoke tri tip. So does this make salmon. any of that go by faster, or is time still? No, no, no. It's not. It's still low and slow. But now I'm not standing there tending a firebox constantly because it's keeping the fire yeah. going. All Which right. then means you drink less beer. Oh. There you go. So it's lower calorie. Yeah. So it, it all works out. Uh, but, you know, this it, it's, it's the thing. Does Nick have a Nick smoker? has a, a um, Traeger, I believe. Okay. Unless he got rid of it and got a Rectech. But the... Uh, I know my one of my buddies got a Rectech. Yeah. And so that's the only reason I know that name is just because I had never heard of it until he posted it. And I was like, oh, okay. My, my stepdad has a Rectech. My, my brother-in-law's dad have one. But they both have this, like, it's more... It looks more like those kettle drum ones. Or, now, the, what or is, not the kettle. It looks more like the oil drum ones. The one that I have and Aaron has is more like a Weber kettle look. Okay, so RecTech means recreation technology, erection think, technologies. Yes, all of those things. Okay. Uh, but maybe none of them? Yeah, because RecTech doesn't sound like a good brand name. No. Your technology is wrecked. It sounds not good. Yeah, it sounds something that wasn't done with marketing input. 
<laughs> yeah so and the the thing like here's what it looks like and so this is the new generation that the has people listening are really enjoying this it looks like a kettle grill it except does. it's it's the bottom is kind of tapered like a cone yeah um and then the top is not a complete dome it's kind of got flatter cylindrical sides and then like a, a shallow dome top and so the big deal about this one is that the the it's the rtb 380 they have changed the control system that's way cheaper than i thought it was gonna be yeah so they used to be knobs and now it's got an actual digital control that's what's gonna fail which is gonna be but <laughs> well but it's a better system than what they had yeah, before yeah. and so the thing about like this specific grill is they are always out of stock well the crazy thing is like okay it's 400 bucks yeah which, when you look at barbecues, is actually not expensive at all. No, and this will do that, too. Yeah, yeah. And so the fact, like, so anyway, so these things were super out of stock. And the other day, we were looking, and all of a sudden, they were back in stock. And so if you're looking for one right now, they're actually in stock, which is insanely crazy. So what's the uh, shipping estimate for I that? Think they charged me, like, 25 bucks. No, 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 not the cost, but availability. Like, you can order it now, oh, but it's not I'll shipping it on for, Tuesday. Okay, three to four weeks. That's no, no, cool. no. It's, it's basically uh, a week. So you're going to have it set up at your mom's house and just leave it there? No. You're going to bring it here? No. Do you have an, cause you don't have an outlet. You know, you have power in the garage. Oh yeah. I have power. The, all the bikes are powered up. Yeah. Um, no, I'll bring it here. And then you'll move and then. Well, yeah, I'll take it there. That'll work. Yeah. Well, you maybe I'll Christmas dinner on it. A little prime rib. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> I'm going to smoke so much stuff. And that like, it, you know, making salmon on it, making burgers, like all that stuff is. I do. I really after enjoy as much, grilling. Yeah, I know. But after as much love as you shared for your, your, the, what is it? The flat grill. Oh, the, the Evo? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That thing is still bomb. What would you, if you had to choose between this and the Evo? Both. That's not a choice. That, no, it's not a choice. <laughs> but they both do something different. True, true. Right? So like I wouldn't make a Philly cheesesteak on the smoker, but I would but make it on the Evo. cheesesteak. Smoked cheese. Well, because then, yeah, you can do smoked cheese. But then what you would do is you would probably make it and then, and heat then it up on the... smoke it a little bit. Yeah. And then throw it in your bun. So many ideas. I still got to make more burritos. Yeah. Did you not eat breakfast this morning? What's with No, the... I don't eat breakfast. Oh, so that's so, the problem. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm actually really, really hungry. So this is, for everybody listening, it is early in the morning for us, relatively speaking. Yeah, usually um, this is like a Sunday afternoon thing. Yeah. But Ryan's got plans. I do have plans. Sorry. I'm going to go on a little motorcycle ride. But the, um, so we're doing this earlier. So I also uh, do intermittent fasting, which is why I'm starving. Oh, when did you start your fast? Eight o'clock last night. I don't. I, I, it's kind of every day. I never really ate breakfast to begin with. Yeah. So now I do. I don't eat until like noon, one o'clock. That's not really that big a video. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I just wake up hungry, so I don't know how. I oh, would. sometimes I do. I mean, there's definitely times when when I do. Um, especially like at the after a day after a cheat day, and I'm air quoting cheat day. A day after that, I wake up pretty hungry because I think my body then is like just let's go, <laughs> let's do all the food, let's but, eat everything. Yeah, but it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so speaking of uh, other fun stuff, by the way, I did do um, a trip out to Anza Borrego a couple weeks ago. Did we talk about that? We talked we about did. your trip up north and your your fine um, bowling alley oh, steak. Bowling alley, yeah, the best place to eat in town. Yeah. No, we went we went out to Anza Borrego. Was that a is, part of that same trip? Or was no, that... no, this was just a day trip. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know if you've ever been down there, but Anza Borrego has uh, you go to the actual city of Anza Borrego. 
there's this guy, I can't think of his name right now, but he, he built 130 metal sculptures in the desert. So there's uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex and dinosaurs and big eagles, and there's a serpent that goes in and out and actually kind of looks like it's going under the road. Oh, cool. These awesome, awesome sculptures. So we went out there, uh, looked at those for you know a few hours, had lunch, checked out that area, and then went to, and I had never been, so we kind of did a giant loop, went uh, to Palm Springs. And went to, they have a zoo there called the Living Desert. Right. We've Dude. seen that. We've been out there. Never been to it's the so Living rad. Desert. So rad. Like the way the enclosures are all done is really, really cool. Like the where the sheep are, it just looks like the side of a mountain. Like, I mean, it is the right. side of a mountain. But they've got, um, they just opened an area that's like Australia. And the Australia area, you go in and it's like, uh, you know, like there's double doors to get into it. So animals can't get out right. or whatever. Because the wallabies are just wallabying about but i can't imagine they're just what, hopping around on the pass it's what awesome part of australia gets to be like 120 because palm springs gets sure. hot yeah really probably i don't know it just seems like i don't I, know figure, well, like the outback the outback's probably hot probably yeah like really hot yeah like blooming onion hot yeah yeah that's where the blooming onion comes from yeah that's just, a special onion that they do. and they It just naturally fry. occurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah the exactly. The heat just fries it. Splits it. it. Yeah. Yeah, splits it and fries it. Um, <laughs> so stupid. It yeah, even we're still back it. on the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> back on track. Anyway, so I had never been there, and it was awesome. So we went, and it was uh, not very crowded. Do you have to make an appointment or pick a time? Yeah, so you have a time to go in, but you weren't pressured to leave. Um, the... They have three or four giraffes, and the enclosure is incredible. Like, it looks like... So, they have multi-animal enclosures. Like, the giraffe one is more than just giraffes. Giraffes and lions together? No, it's um, some kind of horned Zebra. Oh, okay. animal or something. Anyways, but it's cool because, like, you're walking towards it, and it looks like this big hill, and there's, like, a like a mountain, and then all of a sudden, giraffe head just pops up on the other side, and they yeah. kind of cruise over. Like, it looks really, really cool, and it's beautiful. So, that was really, really fun. I had never been there. I'd never heard of it. I've done the, the San Diego Wild Animal Park, and you can feed the giraffes there. Yeah, so you can feed these ones. It was like 7 bucks to feed yeah. them lettuce, but this, I didn't want to This that. one, we it was like some weird like processed snack stick thing. Mm. Like it was their giraffe food, but like in a stick form yeah. or something like that. And that was kind of fun to feed because they would you could put it in the palm of your hand, and they would come and, and, and nibble it and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I've fed a giraffe, and that's weird, but it's it's cool. But I haven't done the the living desert. Yeah, you should go. And it was cool. Like they have a ton of wild dogs. They had hyenas. They have. Um, oh, and we went to at the perfect time because almost every animal was out. We got to watch the cheetahs get fed. Oh, that's cool. That was super cool. What do they feed a cheetah? Meat. But it's funny. They've got like these little tubes built into the fence. And the, tra- <laughs> the the zookeeper was like shoving meat out, and there were three cheetahs. Little and one bunnies sat at, just yeah. One sat at each of its little tubes, tubes. right? And it was pretty fun. Dude, this woman, I was gonna smack her. So there's they had the, an area sort of like blocked off, but you could stand at the barricade and look, right? Yeah. And so we had we had a perfect little spot to look with nobody was gonna stand around us because there was no other view. But there was a woman and her child standing. At the other part of the barricade where there was another view, this freaking lady walks up, dude, no mask with her like grandkid, I guess, because I hope at that age she yeah, yeah. wasn't it wasn't her kid on her phone, screaming into her phone the whole time. And this poor other woman and her kid, she just stands right next to him. And the lady looked so uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. But this woman oblivious to everything, screaming into, into her phone. And then she starts taking selfies with like, ah, like with this kid. Oh, dude, it was. 
it just reinforced how awful people are. Yeah. But that was the only bad person we encountered all day. So can't complain. You should have asked to see if they could put her in the cheat exhibit. She, yeah. <laughs> Actually, she should have been thrown in with the lions or something. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was totally worth the trip. It was now, super fun. How big fun. is this? Because, I mean, the Wild Lemon Park is huge. The yeah. San Diego Zoo is huge. Is this. It's not huge. Like. No, no, it's not huge at all. Like, it's. it's You could get through it in a couple hours, probably. But the. I think the way the, that the stuff is, and because a lot of the animals were out, there was a lot of just sit and watch, right. which was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed that part. And then the they have like... Do they have like... They zoo? have a little area where you can get like ice cream. And so we had a little ice cream and hung out. And Do they have like zoologists or zookeepers there where you could talk to people about the In animals? some of the spots, okay. yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was cool. I, I thought it was a really... It's really well done. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I never go to Palm Springs. Right. Because we were out there, there in July. So it was... That would have been too hot. Right. It was hot. But I mean, it was open. And right. so we, we thought about doing it. But then we're like, we didn't know anything about it and like how hot it was going to be like if it was all out in the open or if there was some shade or what it now was. would be a good time to do a day trip out there yeah yeah i mean it's the the right temperature but yeah it was it was super cool i would say it's totally worth it so they also do like a light up night now through christmas so they part of the zoos lit up they have one of the biggest model trains i've ever seen in my life freaking huge can you ride on that no like i'm talking like Actual scale. You know, yeah, 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 scale model. It was, it's super cool, though. Because, I mean, they have some of that larger scale where you can actually sit, like the... the yeah, like Irvine Park. Yeah. Well, not even smaller than that, where, like, you're sitting on top of the train, oh. where, like, the the track is maybe a foot wide. That doesn't sound fun. It... Model... People who are into model trains are their own unique people. It is a... It is a very much yeah, a I mean, group it, of folks. Yeah, because there... You have your... Your scale that you obsess about, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm only about H scale. HO is the only one I know. Right. And uh, so it, it's interesting to see, but I know, I want to say up in Costa Mesa, that's the one where they have the scale track, but it's like about a foot wide. And so you sit on top of the cars. And is that like over by Estancia High School or something? I can't remember exactly where it is. I know we looked into it because Grayson for a while when he was a kid was, every kid he has a train Next phase. kid's super into trains. And so, yeah. yeah. And so we, we looked at do, into doing it, but he wasn't. Luckily, that much into it because Thomas the train's an asshole. So is he? Yeah. Why? It's uh, well, you watch it and you get the plot points and you're like, these guys are just dicks. Some of it. I mean, I guess it's. I don't think I've ever watched it to be honest with you. When you watch some of the kids shows as an adult, like it's it's weird because I mean the the plot points you're like, okay, that guy's just being an ass. But without him doing that, there wouldn't really much be much of a plot other than trains talking to each other. So. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, weird premise for a show anyways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we were into the train thing pretty heavily, and so we, we realized, okay, there are some local train options nearby. There's some train museums. Yeah. Yeah. We, we never did that. We never went that far, but we did go down to San Juan Capistrano, and they have, you, you can get right next to the train line that comes through and stuff. So when you're in Old Town, you can kind of see the trains up close. And, oh, that's cool. But, yeah. Huh. I, uh... Not well, kind of. I guess train adjacent, model train adjacent, adjacent. Um, oh man, now I got to remember where it is. It's over by. It's kind of by Disneyland ish. There's a um, our, uh, what are those called? Slot car slot track. car track. Yeah, yeah. They have two race tracks. They have slot car drag racing. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this before. We've the people inside it. are the people you expect. Yeah, and the weird thing with slot car, everybody has their positive like 
they, they reminisce positively about their memories of slot car racing. But when you actually have it, you realize how much of a pain in the ass it is to keep the car on the track from not yeah. flinging off in the corner. And It's called the Buena Park Raceway, if anybody's interested, and in Southern California. And if you it go is. there and tell them that Ryan sent you, they'll just be like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, they will be like, we don't know who that is. <laughs> but thank you for coming. Yeah, and I like that, you know, the the Google, you know, on, on Google, it'll tell you the popular times. Yeah. Um, pretty much never. <laughs> Usually not too busy. It's a, and it is a very interesting place. I don't know if it's still open, but everybody in there is super friendly. It's, they're just, they're strange. Yeah. I mean, I'm strange. We're all strange in our own way. Right. But but they're slot car strange. But when you're strange to strange people, that must mean you're yeah, really that can't strange. be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, t- and and you're talking about watching kids TV shows. Uh, the Animaniacs just relaunched. I've been seeing teasers and stuff for it on Hulu. On Hulu, yep. yeah. But I have not actually sat down and watched an episode yet. I haven't either, and I'm honestly kind of afraid to. Why? Well, the thing was is like when Animaniacs first came out, that was on what the WB. Yeah. When that whole network launched. And so at that point, I think I was in high school already. So I watched a handful of episodes, but never to the point where I was a religious watcher or a fanatic to where I, you know, really cared to to sit around and watch it when it came on. So I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm, if I watch this on Hulu, if it's either going to get me totally into something that I was never really into before. Or you just won't care. Or, yeah, exactly. If I just be like, all right, that's cool, but whatever. Even though, I mean, when it came out, so I think same thing, I was in high school, I guess then. Um, Even though I was slightly older, that show was so good. And it had so many references to stuff. Right. Like the, the, um, not only the references, but a lot of the show was actually pretty adult oriented. So I think that's what helped it be a really good show. I'm just afraid to watch it because to your point, what if it sucks? There's always that opportunity. Like Fraggle Rock was one of my favorite shows as a kid and they had it on Netflix. I will tell everybody right now, do not watch it. If you come across it, do not watch it. It doesn't hold up at all. Well, you mean watching, rewatching the episodes as a kid, as an adult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it it was such a heartbreak. (laughs) Like I was like, I watched this crap. Yeah. Right? Like Yeah, but I mean, I remember watching stuff as a kid that you realize was Complete trash, like Small Wonder, a girl that's a, actually no, a robot. No, that was a great show. Right, but with Vicky. Yeah, with Vicky, yeah. with a little vinyl pouch on her back that exposed a single uh, circuit board and right. some blinking LEDs. Yeah, but I haven't seen an episode in twenty years. So what would it be like to watch it now? You know, would you have that same remorse as you do with Fraggle Rock? I'm like, what the hell were we watching? Yeah, I would. Wa- I want to rewatch Elf. Yeah, same thing. Like, would that hold up as well? I've got a weird feeling it does. And I had heard a rumor they were going to relaunch Elf. Yeah, we'll have to watch. We'll I, have to see. Keep our eyes out. Who was the voice of Elf? Do you remember? Wasn't that wasn't it somebody famous? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't know. What was he called Elf? What was his name? Alf, alien life form. Yeah, but he had like a whole Sherman something, or didn't he have a longer like a name? Um, Sher- Sherman Sherwood Sher. That sounds familiar. Sherbert. I'm on the Wikipedia page for Elf. Oh God. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a wiki for everything, right? Except yeah. for me. I don't have one. Da-da-da. It was four seasons and 99 episodes, including three one-hour episodes. That's oh, a pretty decent amount. There's an Alf's special Christmas. I'm going to have to see if I can find that. Oh, speaking of Christmas specials, we tried to watch the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. Oh, boy, is it bad. Well, the holiday special itself wasn't 
Oh, it was terrible, but this is like... The Lego version. Was it spot on? Like No, no, no. It's totally different. Okay. And it, it's just, I don't know, whatever. It's so bad. It's so bad. We made it seven minutes in. Oh, damn. Yeah. Was it a full hour? Was it a full I don't full even movie? know how long it is, but I don't... I think it's like 45 minutes. So I want to give you an update on ALF. Okay. In August 2018, Warner Brothers Television announced development of an ALF reboot. Okay. In August of 2018. Right. These plans were canceled in uh, November of 2018. Damn it. <laughs> so it was like three months later. Uh, no. Wait, so does it tell you what his name is? Uh, or like his full name? No, it doesn't give. Look it up. Yeah, what was Al's name? But I would totally watch it. No, I would watch it too. Uh, Gordon Shumway. That's what that's it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yes. From the planet Melmac. Yeah, the Melmac I remember it and his love for cats. So who was the actual voice of Al? I don't know. Interesting. Was it Prime Rib? No, but that sounds so good. <laughs> Gordon Shumway. What a silly name. Oh, I know what I'm going to have for lunch when I get home. Alf was born on October 28th, 1756, by the way. I like how they actually have like a backdate on the year and date that somebody was uh, a uh, fictional character was born. He had a girlfriend. Alfina? Rhonda. Ooh. Uh, he apparently, pa- Paul Fusco and Lisa Buckley were the puppeteers. Uh, so Paul was his, was Alf's puppeteer. I, he was sure. also like one of the creators of the show. So I, when I get out of here, I'm going home and I'm yeah. turning my Thanksgiving leftovers into another amazing sandwich. The same one? Because it looked epic. I, you know, I, 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 I experiment with the, the ratios of ingredients. I see. But basically it's taking... Most of the items that you had for Thanksgiving dinner and putting them between two slices of bread. So Where do you stand on cranberry sauce? I do not like it. My wife loves it straight out of the can. Ugh. So I do the sandwich. So you do a little layer, you know, mayonnaise, no. some mustard, maybe some cheese if you're feeling crazy. Then no. some, then some uh, turkey, then some heated up uh, mashed potatoes and green bean casserole. Sounds so good. And throw that on there. And oh man, I had it for lunch yesterday. And I had it for lunch on Friday. Yeah. And I can't wait to have it for lunch again today. It's just something about Thanksgiving leftovers. Like, they just work. That is the thing. The one thing I will say about Thanksgiving food is that it's always better as a leftover. Yeah. Always. Yeah, all that extra turkey and you're just finding in different uses for yeah. it. And so that is that is kind of a have fun. Have you ever made turkey salad? Yeah, turkey salad? Like the way you would make chicken salad with yeah, just a like bunch just, of mayo? Yeah, and, yeah. No, I can't say I have. That would be pretty good. Because turkey and mayo go together. Yeah, yeah. And and turkey is a bird like chicken is, so I can imagine it being kind of <laughs> similar. Appreciate, I appreciate that science lesson. Yeah, well, just for those that weren't aware. Yeah, turkey is a bird, not yeah. a... Just because uh, it's called Tom doesn't mean it's... Not a person. Yeah. 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 Or, I, or uh, country. Oh, say, I like, to the controversy around tryptophan, and if that's really what makes you tired... And not just overeating like a crazy or, person. Or putting up with family. Yeah, right. <laughs> or drinking. Yeah. 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 The uh, the other interesting thing that happened last week. Well, I don't know if it's interesting, but do you remember Ready Player One? Did you ever see the movie? Yeah, I know of the movie. I never watched it. Okay. The movie was awful. The book is really, really good. Right. It and it's based on the book. Yeah. And the, the book is basically just a steady stream of 80s pop culture references and like a pretty fun story about you know basically about virtual worlds and um you know a contest anyways the point being ready player two just came out uh last week and i've actually almost finished reading it already yeah i saw a 
picture of you holding a book. Yeah, which apparently made somebody think that I was having a child, by the way. Oh, I, I got can a see congr- that. congratulations on you. But <laughs> wouldn't it be like Ready Player Three? Because you would already have a second player to then create the third oh, player. Oh, unless point. you're you're going to a sperm bank and your your product was being used. Wouldn't I? Don't think you would know that though. I don't think they tell you. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. Yeah. But at any rate, um, Ready Player Two. So I'm almost done. Um, I haven't seen the movie or read the first one. So does this just pick up where the first one left off, or is it like? Is the first one 80s and the second one's 90s, so therefore the pop culture references are... No, there's still a bunch of the same kind of like that same time frame cult pop culture references. Um, without giving anything away, it's not as good as the first book, but it's still worth the read. I mean, it's almost 400 pages, 370-something pages, and I'm, I've got like... 50 to go, maybe. Well, maybe you could turn around in the last 50 pages and blow maybe, you away. Maybe, but there's, you know... It feels a little campier than the first one because the first one was a little more subtle about some of the references. Okay. Um, but, I mean, Ernest Klein, pretty decent writer. So Sa- Same author? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, if you have not read Ready Player One, is one of, I would say, my favorite books of all time. Now, do you think the second one is campier because it was maybe rushed because of the popularity of the first one after the movie came out? No, the the first book, I mean, the, the original book was from 2000 and... Because sometimes you wonder with, like, with the sequels, like, it's been? there's a there's a sequel to Forrest Gump. Like, the books, there's multiple Forrest Gump books, right? And really? Yeah. There's I a, didn't know that. So, there, uh, there's at least two, because I've, I've read both. And the first one, you I liked a lot, mainly because of the fact, that, I mean, I read the book after the movie. So, it sure. just, it reinforced, and it kind of got into greater detail and stuff that was kind of covered in the book than the second one did. But... That's why I'm, I'm trying to figure out what was the, why is the second book here not as strong as the first one? Was it, you know, was he, comp- did he always have plans to do a second book or was he kind of compelled to do it because of the popularity of the first one? Yeah, I think there were always plans to do one. Um, the first book came out in 2011, so it's okay. been a while. Um, but he also wrote another book in the interim. Oh, okay. So it's not like he hasn't done anything. Yeah. And I think he, I think it was, oh, I do want to write, um, Another book, it just took a while, and I don't think it's got necessarily anything to do. But I think because the original book was so good, yeah, and the movie, whatever, I think got a lot of people turned on to it. But there was a lot of anticipation for this book, and so I, you know, as I've been as I've been reading it, I've been really enjoying it. But then you know, when you like you read something, then you reflect on it a little bit, and you yeah. realize that meh, it's not as good as you want it gotcha. to be. So it's like that situation. But that being said worth the read i had forgotten that i had are pre-ordered you, it are you when did you pre-order it was it like that long ago it was like yeah way earlier this year and then all of a sudden i got an amazon package yeah i i backed a um a kickstarter thing i want to say it was early pandemic time yeah. so it might have been like june june july or something like that and i just got it this week what was it i can't tell you oh well, but uh helpful <laughs> i'll tell you next episode ominous because that'll be the next episode we can actually exchange gifts at is it because that'll be like the pre-christmas one right i don't know i think so calendar let's let's pull up the the trusty phone calendar no we're not good at this. so this this episode will go live on december 2nd and Ooh, then this is our first december episode yes well Sorry. December this year. Yes. Yeah. And then the episode after that will be on December 16th. So, yes, we will have to do it. 
Okay. Next time we meet up, we will exchange gifts. And I will try to wrap mine up in as many noisy items oh, as geez. possible. So maybe some Velcro, good. some tissue paper. Good, good. So just that so makes all sorts of noises as you unwrap. My 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 move is to um, <clears throat> completely encase things in duct tape. Yes. I've done that a couple of times. I've done that. And then in several layers, like right. a small box inside of a smaller box. And yeah. I, I, there was one year where I took a like the biggest box I could find. And then it went like like a Russian doll all the way down. To, I mean, I think the gift was actually like, you know, yeah. two by two. It was pretty funny. We've done that. And the other and thing. I put bricks. Right. And you yeah. just tape a gift card to the brick or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's. Yeah, I like, you know, screwing with people. Last year, um, I, <laughs> I bought one of those Brickheads uh, Lego deals. Yeah. And I took the packaging and opened it. And then I ended up taking mac and cheese because it sounds about the same. And the weight's oh, about the same. Yeah, yeah. And put a mac and cheese packet in there. And then, oh, and I gave it to my nephew. Oh, and geez. what was funny about it is my, myself and my sister and my brother-in-law all knew. Yeah. Because we decided he needed to be screwed with a little bit. Right. So he opens it and he's like, oh, cool. You know, I'll, I'll do this later. I'm like, no, you should totally open it right now. He's like, why? I don't want to. I'm like, no, you should open the Legos now. And he's like, no. And finally, he's like, fine. And he opens it and he's like, oh, he was so mad, dude. It was, it was amazing. Was there anything else in there? Or was no. it just mac and cheese? cheese? Yeah. And he never even got the Legos. I think I ended up building it. Did you leave the the at least the the cheese sauce packet? Oh yeah, he had enough to make the mac and cheese. Okay, okay, cool. And it was because I mean that would be getting gypped twice. Right? He no, 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 no. Cheated he could out of the cheese. Lego and cheated yeah. out of a serving. It was pretty damn funny though. The look on his face was just like, so, like the combination of frustration and disappointment was pretty damn funny. <laughs> so you know we we prank him. A little I don't bit. think we've done that for Grayson yet. We don't think we've ever really kind of surprised him or, or did something like that in terms yeah. of gift wrapping or anything misleading. It'd be really funny just to wrap like a bunch of fruits and vegetables <laughs> and just have him just keep opening those. That'd be hilarious. I like the, uh, the fake gift boxes. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Somebody so, sent me one that was my first fire and yeah. I was disappointed because it didn't come with actual fire. Yeah. There was one that was like, uh, you know, it was the shower coffee maker. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. They're just, Totally off the wall gag products, but it, the packaging looks like legit. And the the only downside is the boxes are kind of expensive. They're like, like eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. But the box is pretty awesome. And if you wrap it right, you can reuse it if you don't have a ton of tape all over it holding it closed. Yeah. Well, you I mean don't you don't you tape your you the, tape your paper to your paper, not to your box, right? I tape the first piece to the box so oh. it doesn't roll around, and then I go from there. I am the worst. Like, I cannot wrap a gift to, and not look stupid to save my life. I enjoy wrapping. It just, we don't have a huge, clear area to do it. Yeah. Like, the kitchen table we can do it on, but the kitchen table is like a farmhouse style, so it's it's got metal and rivets on the top oh, surface. Oh, right. So it's not flat. So flat. it's not completely flat. Yeah. So if you're creasing paper and you hit a seam right. on the tabletop, you'll get a weird divot and stuff in it. Like it's hard when Grayson is coloring or something and he's on a seam and he gets like that dark line oh, as yeah. he's colored across the seam. What I, what's like for me, I, that's why I end up like I'll take like a bag. Gift bag. Or like either a gift bag or I'll take like some random non-traditional thing and wrap like, oh, I've got... Uh, for whatever reason, a bunch of uh, microfiber cloths. Yeah, I, I do. I just use weird stuff to wrap things with, because I also never have wrapping paper. We picked we picked up a bunch earlier this year, and that's the weird thing with with the way the holidays keep getting earlier and earlier in the year is the lifespan 
of in-store appearances is kind of the same, but because it starts so much earlier, they disappear that much earlier too. Yeah, right. So like in years past, you could go in like day after Christmas and there's to be a bunch of Christmas stuff that you can buy super cheap. Right. The now, clearance stuff. Right. And that was your chance to stock up on lights and whatever. Well, my problem with that though is now it's just sitting around for... Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you're getting it instead of paying full price, you're getting it at forty yeah, percent off sure, or whatever. Sure. So it's worth the hassle of for storing the, it for, for a those year. thrifty consumers, right? But instead, now you're out of stock like a week or two before Christmas even comes around. So yeah. it's, it's weird when you're in that last minute rush. Oh, I got to get wrapping paper, and you go to the store, and they're gone. Well, I went to Home Depot yesterday to buy a timer for some outdoor lights, and uh, dude, that won't was... be used at your house because you don't decorate. Correct for for somebody else's house. Um, but the, it was chaos. Oh yeah. Like absolute chaos. Where, why are you people here? And that, and it, the rest of the store wasn't too bad because I also had to buy a bucket, but the, um, so I did go to other parts of the store or yeah. yeah. Anyways. And, but the, the part where all the Christmas shit is dude, that's insane. Like why, why are there so many of you at one time? Yeah, and it's not like it's really a Black Friday no. deal, but it's a fact that it's kind of the start of getting the decor up, and everybody typically does it like after Thanksgiving. And they're they are proud of their outdoor extension cords over there at the Home Depot, based on what the price. Eight foot cord for ten bucks, but it's green. No, it's black. Oh, but like, does yeah. that not seem like a lot of money for an extension cord? Oh, for sure. It's weird. But they're also catering to people that wouldn't otherwise step foot inside a Home Depot or a home improvement store the rest oh, of the year, true. right? So they don't know what the hell stuff costs. I go to apartment depot. It's just a big empty warehouse of people standing around <laughs> saying, we ain't got to fix shit. Yeah. yeah. The, um, that's a Mitch Hedberg joke. I stole that. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it was just chaos and it I went to the grocery store yesterday. Chaos. Yeah, Jeanette went to Trader Joe's last night at about like six o'clock. She said it was ghost town. We went to Trader Joe's to buy, um, so... Before we did the the light thing on Friday, we did um, gingerbread houses with my niece and nephew, and so we went to got those from Trader Joe's. Yeah. They're cheap. Yeah, right? yeah, they're good too. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, they're fine, but uh, we had to stand in line to get in. To get in. Oh damn! Yeah, not very long, but still. Right. Like, you know what? I just I. Ugh. Yeah. Just, ugh. I guess maybe this. The, the outcome of this whole pandemic is people just be used to standing in line since we have to do that for everything. Now. We're turning into British people. Yeah. Who I love a good queue for some but reason. I don't think we're as good as minding the gap as oh, the British dude. are. Why on earth? Okay, listen. If you do find yourself having to stand in line, yeah, maybe take a tape measure and understand that six feet isn't two inches. Yeah. If I can stretch my arms out and touch you. You're too close. I feel like if I can see you, you're too close. But that's a different story. <laughs> no, I mean, and dude, I don't understand the people that are right on top of you. And then they get mad at you. Yeah. Or I we would, went to In-N-Out for dinner and we walked in to order to take it out to oh, sit it's, outside. It's much faster that way than the drive-thru. Yeah, the drive-thru yeah. was, was insane. But there's a guy in there, like, there's signs that say, wear your mask. And this dude's got it, like, under his chin. And I just kind of looked at him like, come on, man. Yeah. And he, he, like, you know, gave me a dirty look. Like. I, why am I following these stupid rules? I don't have to agree with them, but well, you know what? I'm not a dick. But the rules aren't even stupid. They're sane. They're, you know they're, what I mean. They're, like they're not a huge inconvenience. That's my point. We're not trampling on your civil liberties because you have to wear a mask. Uh, you know, aren't you though? <laughs> I don't want to see your ugly face. Uh, well, no, my face is worthy. I'm going to get a clear mask. So, like, but but I don't want like a face shield. I, I want I, a clear face cover. I have spotted my next mask, and oh, if no. I can get it soon enough, I'm gonna get it. But it's yeah. basically a Christmas mask with a beard on it. 
Nice. Like a full-on white Santa yeah, beard, yeah, but yeah. attached to the mask. Oh, that's funny. But I wonder what it's going to look like when I have a beard covered by a mask with another beard on it. Like if That's it's meta. Just, it's beardception. Yeah, it's super meta. But I kind of want it. You should so do it. I'm going to see if I can get it in time. Because that's the thing. is like some of these sites, you're like, oh, it's sweet. And it's like, oh, it's not going to ship. And, all, all I have are either disposable masks or masks from my company. Oh, yeah. Jeanette sewed a bunch. So we have a bunch of cloth reusable ones that we yeah. have. And then we have a handful of uh, reusable ones that, that came from like Target when we bought them right. Oh, yeah. As yeah. soon as they became available, just in case. Because that was before we understood what we needed to do or right. what, what it was going to be like. But our go-to has basically been the ones that Jeanette's made. They're just more comfortable. Yeah. I mean. Still it, wish they wouldn't fog my glasses up. But right. That's, my, my problem is that my got such a giant schnoz. That no matter what, I feel like my schnoz is being crushed. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of hard when you're yeah. gifted in that way. Is that gifted? I mean. Well, I mean, you have the same problem with your shorts, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> awkward. And, and on that note. Yeah. Maybe we should be done with this. I um Prime rib. Oh, gosh. Stop. <laughs> it's noon. I know. Well, no, it's some... almost noon. Yeah. I'm so hungry. It's noon enough. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm gonna go on a go on a little ride. What else am I gonna do today? You're gonna eat. I'm gonna eat. Probably go watch the new episode of The Mandalorian. I'm gonna put some Christmas yet. lights up. I'm gonna work in some backyard. Get some decomposed granite spread around. Are you not done with that? That's all we have left. Oh, do you have a wheelbarrow or how are you getting it? Yeah, in the backyard? I, I bought a cheap cheap wheelbarrow. I bought the cheapest one they sold at Lowe's. And where are you, where are you gonna put it? When I'm done with it? Yeah, in the trash. Oh, it was fair enough. Thirty something bucks. I mean, it was. You should really... donate it to. The Goodwill? No, to like a, a gardener or something. Yeah, the problem is it's so cheap. Like, I mean, the, literally, like with 150 pounds worth of rock yeah. in the wheelbarrow, like the handles are flexing. Oh, that's not. So cool. it's not something that's heavy duty and meant for heavy weights. Do you get enough traffic? You just put a free sign on it? No, but I mean, I'm sure I could put it up on Craigslist and just put it, you know, say it's curbside. Dude, speaking of things, right? I've been trying to sell the, the stock wheels and tires off the Forerunner. Yeah. People are flakes. Oh, you had they're people terrible. say they, they want it and they just don't show? I was like, hey, are you still interested in this? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. And they're like arguing with me over the price. I'm like, these are, they. I have the tire pressure sensors in them. Yeah. And you're they're cheaper than any of the rest of them out there. Yeah. And it's still too much. They're like, oh, no, I'll, I'll give you, you know. What's the cheapest you'll, oh, dude, this, this is, what's the lowest you'll go? And I That's just respond I with the for. price. Yeah. Yeah. That's the least amount of money that I'll, I'll reasonably take. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can make an offer, but I don't have to take it. Are you I basically, do you have a price basically for the tight price of new tires and sensors? Essentially less than that. Oh, then dude, you're fine. Yeah. But nobody's, I mean, I just need, they're taking up a lot of space. I know. And then I have another wheel that I need to get mounted and balanced. Because I, I ended up getting a, the actual, yeah, I ended up getting a real one for a spare. Where does the spare go on your underneath, truck? Underneath, unfortunately for now. And there's room? Yeah, because it's, uh, um, I'm technically running the stock tire size. Oh, okay. So it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I got that, and then obviously I got to get all the, oh, dude, so much stuff. <laughs> so much stuff to just get done and installed. And yeah, and then uh, I think prime I'm going to do some, some prime ribbon. Yeah, yeah. prime rib. I want to know where to get it right now. I don't Probably know. Nowhere. I'm going to go home and have a turkey leftover sandwich. I know, that's going to be phenomenal. Really good too. I'm, I'm slightly jealous, so I'm going to let you go do that. Yes. It's good to see you. Let me go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.